listeners. Welcome to episode 8 of Toxic Positivity Podcast. I'm Jillian. And I'm Izzy. And today we're talking about reading and books and mm-hmm. like other stuff like that. Yeah. Because like, I don't know, it's summer and I feel like people have more free time and I feel like reading is a productive way to spend your time. Yeah, it's a productive way and it's fun and I feel like reading passes time more than a lot of other stuff. Yeah. So. And I don't know, if you find the right books, reading can be just like watching TV, except for you can tell your parents that you You read read a book instead of watch TV, and then they'll be impressed with you. Yeah. And that's why reading's amazing. That's why reading's awesome. Um, yeah. So, we're gonna start with a little conversation, I guess, about, like, some of our personal reading habits, like, Mm -hmm. when we read, how we read, that kind of thing. And then we're gonna move into a whole section about, like, all of our favorite books and such. Yeah! Um, yeah. Okay. Personal reading habits. Okay. Um, When do you read? I, okay, I'm, I, like, binge read. I don't know if that makes sense. Like, if I get a book that's good, I'll read the entire thing in at least, or in about two, maybe three days. Yeah. During the summer, I'll just read a whole book in one sitting. I think it's because, like, it's really hard for me to, like, draw out reading a book for a long time. Like, it's hard for me to, like, read ten pages and put it down. Yeah. Well, that means it's not good. No, it's That's not what I've come book. to notice. Um, but I read a lot, like, during the middle of the day. I, like, I can't read at night because I fall asleep. Yeah. So. I'm trying to think. It really depends on the book oh, I'm yeah. reading. And that's, like, when I read. Um, cause, okay, in the, now I can only think about the summer, cause, like, I would read in the middle of the day in the summer, but yeah. the school year, I guess when I read is when I have downtime in class, which is still the middle of the day. Exactly, it's still the middle of the day, and it's just, like, when there's a lull, um, but... Cause I don't read much at night, cause I don't stay up late. No, me neither. And I, when I start reading, I start getting sleepy, so it's, like, during the summer or during, like, the school year even, I'll just read outside, or I'll read during the day or in the morning, like, my favorite thing is reading in the morning on my porch during the summertime. That's nice. I that think that's so peaceful. It's very peaceful. But again, it depends on the book. I mean, yeah, like, exactly. if you're reading, like, Wattpad fan fiction, you want to read that at night by yourself. Do you consider that to be a book? Yeah. I mean, some of those are, like, really long. Interesting. Speaking from personal experience, like, four years ago, I don't read fan fiction anymore. But, yeah. <laughs> um, but, like, other books I feel like you should read during the day. Like, yeah. all the summer books... Yeah, you summer books are different day. during the day. When, like, the sun's kind of peeking in through your window. Like, yes, and it's, like, hot outside. You know what my favorite thing is? This happened to me the other day, actually. When you're not expecting a book to be, like, a summer book, but you read it during the summer, and then all of a sudden it is a summer book. No, I totally agree. Like, I feel like some books, you don't, they don't have a specific season, like, identity. Yeah. And when you read them, whatever season you're in, it changes. That's true. No, but I'm saying, like, I picked up this book not knowing it was set in the summer, and then oh, it was it set was. in the summer, and I got so excited about this, because it was, like, a pretty yeah. good book anyway, and then it was in the summer, and it was also, like, the summer before the se- their senior year, Oh, and I was like, this is just so timely. Dude, the way that that's literally us is so weird. Yeah. Like, I can't I don't, conceptualize I don't that. that. <laughs> I don't like that. Like, the fact that we're going to be applying to college... Okay, anyway. N- never mind. The episode no. for this. Not existential crisis time. No. Okay. Uh, how do you read? How do... Like, uh, what? <laughs> what? Um, like, okay. With my eyes? No. <laughs> I mean, like, how do you, like, like do you annotate? Do you yes. not annotate? Do you annotate certain things? Okay. Um, I have some books that I've annotated the living hell out of. And by that, I mean, like, you cannot read them again. Like, one time, Jillian and I did this thing where we traded off a book. And it was, what's that book called? The Miseducation the of Cameron Post. The Miseducation of Cameron Post. I read it first. 
So good. Please, please, please read that book. It's so good. It's so good. It's ranked in one of my favorites. Yes. Um, but it's like I um, annotated it to hell. Like, I literally destroyed that thing. And then it's just like some... It depends. Like, the last book I read, I also annotated. But sometimes I'll read books and I'll be like, I don't know. This isn't like good enough to annotate. I know. Like, when I read, like, little fiction books that are, like, quick reads, I don't annotate. No, me neither. And then there's, like, different kinds of annotating, because when I annotate for school, I'll try to sound so fucking smart, because my yeah. teacher will grade my fucking annotations, and I have to sound super smart. Yeah. But then when I annotate, like, for fun, it's I like, will write, like, uh-huh. yeah, I'll literally write LOL in my books. I think yeah, I started yeah. doing that with school stuff, too, honestly. No, same. Like, it's fucking entertaining. Yeah, but I remember, like, there's so many times, like, I'll talk about this book later, but... There's a book that I read that was, like, obs- like pretty obscene, and it's just funny to annotate it, annotate it with, like, funny stuff. But, yeah. Okay, also, I'm going to recommend right now, if you have a really good friend that also likes... Same books as you. Yeah, the same books as you. Get books to, like, read and annotate and then and switch. Because reading Izzy's annotations along with the book is so fun. And then I think I wrote my own little stuff in <laughs> no, there, yeah, too, you did. to respond. Like, it's just so fun. It's really fun, and it's, like, a good... Sum- we need to do that. Yeah, we should. Like, we really need really, to. Yeah, that's a good okay. idea. Yeah, anyways, we need to do it again. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, like, that'll be fun for summer. Okay, anyways. Okay, are we going to talk about our favorite books now? Or did yes! you want to share anything else about your reading habits? That's, reading. like, the boring part of the episode. Yeah, I don't think I have any other reading habits. I mean, like... Use a bookmark. What's your bookmark habits like? Ooh, I do use a bookmark, but I... Like, it's so weird because I don't like dog-earing my pages, but I break the spine on my books. Right when I get a book, I'll break the spine. That's I'll break funny. it in, like, every single place so it's, like, flexible. Your face right now is scaring me. You, no. Your I, eyes are, like, twinkling <sighs> about this. No, I love it. I love it when my books look worn and, like, I loved them and, like, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, like, my favorite thing ever, and I don't understand people who don't do that to their I, books. I do not do that to my books. I want I them to look destroyed. Shelf, yeah, I do. I have, like, a problem because when I moved out of my, like, childhood bedroom, I did not get a new bookshelf. Yeah. My other one was, like, turquoise, so it's a good thing I don't have that anymore, because it was kind of an atrocity. Yeah. But, like, now I don't have bookshelves, so all my books are scattered in various places throughout my room. Yeah. That's kind of cute, though. Like, my bookshelf is now full, and I need to figure out where to put all of my books, other yeah. books, because they're just, like, I think I might need to get another one. Izzy has such a good bookshelf, though, because it's literally, like, lined against her, like, wall, like, she's a wall shelf. A wall shelf. Hmm. Yeah. I use a bookmark that I got from The Strand when I was in New York. Ooh. Because I really wanted to get something that says, like, I went to the really cool bookstore, but everything was really expensive, so I'm pretty yeah. sure I bought a $5 bookmark. I got a $2 bookmark from Half Price Books that has a little fairy Aww. sitting on top of a mushroom and has, like, glitter on it. It's my favorite thing ever. That's so cute. Uh-huh. Okay. Favorite books? Favorite oh, we're going to start with what we're reading right now. Okay. Mine's simple. I do not have a book right now, but I just finished um, People We Meet on Vacation. Was it good? It was good. Okay, it was really good. Like, I annotated that book because I, well, I read it on my phone, which was kind of weird, but, like, I annotated, like, highlighted it and stuff. Mm-hmm. And it was good. Like, it was really well written. I just, like, I don't know. I, yeah. I it just. It fine? It was, it was, okay. I really liked it. Really liked the ending. Really liked the romance in it. But I also, like, I don't know. I got the ick, like, halfway through. Mm-hmm. You know when sometimes you're reading, like romantic books and it kind of like gives you the egg. yeah like it's got, too corny yeah it was too corny it was a little bit too corny for me but that was like it that makes sense it was a good book though all right what about you okay so i'm currently reading sense and sensibility by jane austen okay I'm sorry. queen i don't want to classic like, i don't want to hate but i hate classics 
Yeah, I get it. I literally just said I don't want to hate, but then I said I hate. Yeah, um, I, get I it. fucking hate classics. But you know what the IB diploma program told me I had to do? <laughs> the IB diploma program. I can't even say that. That's I heard the, the, the IB diploma program told me I had to write a four thousand word essay this summer. Yeah. So I was like, oh, you know, I'm gonna get really into this. And I'm gonna write it with like comparing a classic to something else. So I have to read Sense and Sensibility now. I've gotten myself into this wormhole is that an expression the rabbit hole the rabbit no because rabbit holes are fun yeah no it's like a wormhole that <laughs> black hole black hole yeah and so now i have to read it i'm on chapter i just finished chapter two um okay i'm trying to annotate it too because obviously i have to write an essay on it uh-huh. it's going i need to get into it because i've heard it's good yeah it's a good book i just it need just, to try it's hard to get into them especially when you're like taking a deep dive into the class exactly right? Like, if I was trying to read it for fun, maybe I'd enjoy it more. Yeah, yeah. I get that. I could have picked a better book, but now it's too late. I don't. I should have picked something that I know I like, like The Miseducation of Camera Post. I would die to write an essay on that. I don't know why I didn't pick yeah. it. I don't know why I didn't fucking pick it. You know why, actually? Because I don't own the copy. Izzy owns the copy. <laughs> That's you could have borrowed it. it, though. I know. Um, I'm writing mine on this book that I'm about to talk about. I'll, I'll talk about it later. Okay. okay. And then also, I when I was planning for this episode, I was still reading this, but I actually finished it yesterday. But I was reading The Upside of Unrequ... Unrequited? Unrequited? I I never know how to say that. Okay. Unrequited by Becky Albertalli, which is, it's a, like, sequel kind of thing to the book based on Love, Simon, or Love, Simon's based on. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's in, like, the same universe, so it's not, like, the same characters necessarily, but it's, like, somewhat related, and some of the characters kind of appear. But it was really good. It was about these, like, I'm gonna give you a summary, actually, because I'm gonna recommend it. It was good. Maybe it was just too timely for me. Mm -hmm. Maybe it just was too timely. But it was about these twin sisters... And one of them was, like, she's super popular, she's constantly dating, blah, 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 like, you you get it. And then the other one is, like, like, they have the same friends or whatever. It's not really a popularity contest, it's more of, like, a dating thing. Yeah. Like, one of them's dating a lot, one of them's never dated before, and it becomes this whole thing, and she feels like she's kind of losing her sister, and it's, like, this whole thing, and she feels, like, really lonely, and she's, like, jealous in a way, just because she's spending, like, all this time without her. And then she starts dating someone, which is kind of, like, the stupid part, like, I don't, I didn't necessarily like that part. Like, it was a sweet, cute, like, high school romance thing. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't like the whole, like, yeah, she needed a man to, like, make exactly. her feel better about herself. Like, that was kind of stupid. But otherwise, I really enjoyed the book. Yeah. I like Becky Albertalli's writing. Yeah. She just, she develops characters very well. Yeah. And it's just, like, it feels very relatable. Yeah. No, She's I really f- good at that. I felt very related to this main character at this point in my life. Yeah. Okay. Now. Favorite books? Okay. These are, like, a bunch of different categories, I guess. Yeah. Right? kind of just generated some categories to talk yeah. about. Yeah. Okay, so first, favorite book of all time. Um, I would say my favorite book of all time is I'll Give You the Sun by Janie Nelson. I constantly talk about this book. I literally love this book. I'm writing my essay on it this summer. I should um, pick something fun like that. <laughs> well, my... Okay. Originally, I was going to write my essay comparing Pride and Prejudice and Twilight. And then I was like... I feel like I'm going to get judged really hard by an evaluator for doing that. <laughs> so I was like, you know, I'll do, I'll give you the sun. And I'm talking about like unreliable narrators, but it's really good. It's about like these twins and their mom died. And they also, in the process, it kind of like further separated them. And it's kind of just sharing their perspectives on life through like the lens of art and sexuality. And it's just a really raw and beautiful like interpretation of the teenage experience. And I really like it. That sounded so deep. I, okay, I read it too. It's actually really good. The only thing, I tried reading it when I was in ninth grade and I couldn't, so then I tried again mm-hmm. this year and I did read it this time. Yeah. It was good. 
the only thing I can do, so I'm not an art person. I'm not very yeah. artsy. I'm very, <clears> like, <throat> not artsy, actually. Um, artsy? I'm, <laughs> I was going to say more, like, on the, like, logic side than the creative yeah. side. Not artsy. But um, it's good. It's really good. The only thing that was hard for me to conceptualize was all the art stuff. Yeah, but, there's, like, like if, a lot of art references. Yeah, there. if you're into art, it's really, really good. And if you're not, it's still really good. Yeah. It's just really good writing. It's yeah. very rich in symbolism. I will say, though, the characters are kind of, they're kind annoying. of annoying. I find them very irritating. Yeah. I remember when I was younger and the first time I read it, like, first, there are two main characters, Noah and Jude. They're twins. Noah's a boy, Jude's a girl, whatever. Like, I really hated Jude when I first read it, and then I kind of, like, liked Jude more when I read it the second time. It's just, I don't know. They're, yeah. It's very niche. Like, I feel like their experiences specifically, they're so yeah, specific. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so my favorite book of all time switches, like, very often. It really depends on my mood, I yeah. guess. When I was deciding to think about this today, though, I thought it would be The Miseducation of Cameron Post by yes. Emily Danforth. Because it was really good, good. I was thinking, like, I don't feel, I don't, I don't know, I don't want to do one of those young, young adult mystery novels. This is my mm-hmm. favorite book of all time. Like, they're good. But they, they didn't mean a lot to me. Yeah. This one, this book meant a lot to me. Like, it was really good. It's very impactful. It's very impactful. And there's a movie. Yeah. I have not seen... I oh still haven't watched, watched the movie. No. Oh my god, watch the movie. It's not... Okay, it's not as good as the book. Yeah. The book is significantly better. However, it's nice to kind of see how things play out. Yeah. The movie chopped out a lot, actually. I know. It chopped out, like, my favorite parts, too. Yeah, it did. Um, but yeah, that book... Oh my god, it's so it's good. It's so good. I don't even know how to describe it. It's just... It's like... Kind of, it starts when she's young, actually, but it's, like, a narration of this girl growing up in, like, the middle of nowhere in, like, Montana or something, and she's gay, that's, like, the whole thing, and Mm -hmm. then she has to go to conversion therapy because her family's super religious, and then it's, like, her experience there, but there's a lot before that, too. Yeah. Which is what the movie cut out. The movie only does the conversion therapy Which I don't understand, because I felt like the time before was such an important... I know, like, development part. I don't know. I don't know. Um, it's really good. It's really good, really impactful. Definitely read the book before you watch the movie. Yeah. If you're going to watch the movie. I mean, I wouldn't even necessarily bother doing that. Yeah, but the book is really, really good. Really good. Okay, best book that we've had to read for school. This was hard for me to come up with because I feel like we've read so many books. And I feel yeah. like I'm definitely forgetting one that I probably liked more than this. But this is the one that I think I just, like, enjoyed the most that I was reading. I don't know. But that is The Bell Jar by Sylvia Plath. I started that. I did not finish. I read that the summer before sophomore year. Yeah, I think I picked another book that was, like, one of the choice things. Yeah. Yeah, Something else. And it was good. I thought it was just, like, a really very sad and, like, heart-wrenching book. But it was, like, really well-written. And I think it was interesting reading that from, like, a woman who was writing that during a time period where all of it was very taboo. Mm Mm-hmm. And... Like, in terms of classics like that, also, for, like, context, my favorite, one of my favorite classics is The Catcher in the Rye, and I feel like they have very similar vibes, just, like, different narrators, so, yeah. Yeah. Um, my favorite? Okay, I had to think on this, because I've actually read some cool books for school, because, mm-hmm. you know, we, like, we do cool things. Like, in my school, we didn't read To Kill a Mockingbird, we read The Hate You Give Instead. Yeah. Which is, like, honestly, the one of the coolest things I think one of my teachers, like, yeah. I, uh, teacher, school, whatever, chose to do, because we didn't have to, and this was before anything that, like, people even talked about white saviorism as much. Yeah, and this was before, like, all the BLM protests that happened, like. And, I don't know, I, I will always appreciate reading that book and having the perspective of not reading To Kill a Mockingbird. Yeah. More. Like, I think that's more important. Agreed. 
Um, but that's not what I picked because I forgot about the hate you give. Oh yeah, I love yeah, that book. Yeah, that was really that. good. I thought I almost picked that, yeah. but there was then this thing that I thought was just I I was really intrigued by it, and I'm not mm-hmm. usually intrigued by books I read at school, and that was the Illustrated Man by Ray Bradbury. Did you? I didn't, I didn't get. To, I wasn't put in that reading group. Oh yeah. So okay. So it's really good. It's like a collection of short stories, Ooh. but they're all sci-fi. Ooh. And I kind of forget that I like sci-fi, but mm-hmm. I do. Like, especially, yeah. like, weird stuff, like, time travel, like, all that kind of shit. Anything with time really freaks me out, actually. Like, time slips. Don't even get time me started sli- with time slips. Oh, you might have to listen to our other podcast at some point in the future for us to talk about that. No, actually, like, deadass, let's do a time slip episode. No, yeah, because I think they're so interesting. Um, yeah. But The Illustrated Man was really good. It was just a collection of short stories that were all sci-fi themed. And it was also kind of interesting because they had that, like, 80s sci-fi. I don't even think that's when they were written. They were written in, like, the 50s. Yeah. Whatever. Old sci-fi. Mm-hmm. Like, not, like, I don't know how to explain Not it. New Wave. Yeah, it wasn't, like, you know, flying cars kind of sci-fi. It was, like, weird occurrences and aliens and, like, that Ooh. kind of shit. Okay. Sci-fi. Because I remember Ray Bradbury was a freak. Like, we oh, watched really? some of his stuff... But, like, do you remember watching the videos about his stories and yeah. stuff? Yeah. And some of them were just weird as hell. Yeah, I know. But the book was really good, and I think I do enjoy re- having read that for school, because I never would have picked that up otherwise. Yeah. Um, that's what I like about school reading. Sometimes yeah. you find stuff you didn't expect that you would like. Mm-hmm. Um, favorite book series. Okay. There have been a few book series that I've read that I, like, really, really liked. Like, okay. Harry Potter... Definitely up there. Um, if you have listened to the podcast for a while, I don't. I feel like I mentioned this in every single episode yeah, you somehow. Do. You must definitely do. But um, I really like Twilight. <laughs> <laughs> you just said that like such a pick me girl. Like I, mean, I really different. like Twilight. I nope. just touched my ear, my hair behind my ear. She did. Like, I realized you can't see me, but I. Just um. Did. Yeah. I no. Actually, like I unironically like Twilight. It's horribly written. It's horribly developed. The lady who wrote it was like. Just, uh, I don't know. I don't support Stephanie Meyer, and also her writing sucks. It's, like, elementary level. But there's something about the vibes of that book that I, like, am addicted to. Yeah. I, when I go on trips with Izzy, fun little fact, um, when we go on trips together, if she's trying to fall asleep, or, like, sometimes I'll walk by the bathroom when she's <laughs> taking a shower, the girl's listening to the audiobook. Like, she just has it playing constantly. Like, if she needs, like, something that's, like, just to be on. Like, I don't know if you can't deal with silence or something. It's like, it's I, I can't deal with silence. Yeah. <laughs> I have to have something going. But, um, yeah, no. Like, we're literally trying to fall asleep. And she's like, I'm, I'll put it on really quietly. And she, like, <laughs> and tucks it's, like, it so and, it's like, and it's like, um, I was... Yes? <laughs> I was trying to think of a good quote. <laughs> no, but it's like... Edward touched her forehead. <laughs> he wiped away a single tear. Because everything in that book, I swear to God, it sounds like sex, but it's not because it's she's not. like a Mormon. She's Mormon. Like, she literally doesn't curse in that. But it's like, they'll be in school, and it's like, they're looking at, what it was, the biology thing, and it's yeah. like, <sighs> they're like breathing really heavily, <laughs> looking at like this, it's anaphase. Like, everything sounds like, it's like, what, what's his face? Fo- Dr. Foster said, everything that's not sex is sex. <laughs> and that is that book. Anyways, but the other one, which I, is actually sex, <laughs> um, this book, okay, this book series I read in a summer, it's really long, do not be intimidated by the length of books, I think they range from like 500 to 800 Holy pages. shit! But I read it in like two months. I devoured this book series, and that is A Court of Thorns and Roses by Sarah J. Moss. And yes, she does pronounce her name like that. 
Okay. But it looks like mass. Anyways. <laughs> um, it's so good. The character development's amazing. The world building is so good. It's a spicy book. It's about fairies and... Oh my god, it's so good. This is another book I read on vacation with Jillian one time. Mm-hmm. Um, it was actually the last one in the series. Um, but it's... Oh my god, it's such a good book series. And I got like a bunch of people to read it this year. And they're all like sending me their annotations on it. And it's just... It's so funny. Okay. Yeah. I haven't read it. Maybe I should. You should. Honestly, you should. Maybe I should. Maybe I should take this up. It's fantasy, but... Okay, because I, I haven't like read... It. That's what I was going to say. Like, I don't... I can't remember the last time I actually read a book series, I'll be honest with you. Yeah. Like, I've read a lot of... Like, I think the... I read the trilogy with, like, The Good Girl's Guide to Murder once, but, like, not like I saw the, like, fantasy book kind of series. Mm-hmm. I, the last thing that I remember really enjoying that wasn't, like, you know, Harry Potter, Percy Jackson, yeah. Hunger Games, like, something that's a little bit not as talked about, would be in the summer between 5th and 6th grade, I read the Selection series. Okay. I thought those books were bomb at the time. Now, if I read them now, I don't think I'd like them as much, I'll be honest. Mm-hmm. Did you ever read them? Which, what do they look like? Um, the, oh, the, the girls, princess the dresses. Oh, yeah. I've never read those. It's like, which one's, The Bachelor or The Bachelorette has all the girls. <laughs> I don't know which You're way. You're asking the wrong person. No, I don't know which way it goes. But it's like The Bachelor. I don't know. Yeah, I think it's, like, The Bachelor, because there's, like, one prince dude, and he's getting married, and then all these girls from, like, different areas show up to, like, compete. Fun. And then there's this one bitch named America, and she's, like, the main character. Her name is America? Yeah. Because this is, like, a dystopian universe or something. Got it. And she's competing, and she's, like, not really into it. She has this guy back home. But then eventually she falls in love with the prince, and they get married, and then there's, like, a couple more books about their daughter, and, like, she's in the process. And then that's when it becomes, like, The Bachelorette. But, Okay. It's actually, I, I think it, I thought it was so good at the time. Um, I've I also heard a liked, lot of people who felt the same way yeah, about it. Yeah, I liked all the pretty dresses on the cover. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. Okay. Favorite book to movie adaption? Oh, I'm excited for this one. Um, okay, there, obviously, there are so many of these. I mean, like, half the ones on my list already are like that. But I would say that my, like, absolute favorite was Love, Simon. I like Becky Albertine. You actually took that because I think that's what I was gonna say. But then I was also yeah. like, I never read the fucking book, so it's like yeah. cheating. Because the book was really, really good, and I actually read the book after I watched the movie for the first time. But the movie is like my comfort movie. Like I watched that movie so much during the fall of the school year, like around like October, September. I'm always watching that movie. I just think it fits the vibes immaculately. It's just so cute. I don't know. I love that movie, and I love the book. Oh my god, yeah. Um, I haven't read the book. Maybe I, maybe I should. Probably you should. Because I've read stuff by the author. I've literally read those... I've read two other books in the same universe. Yeah. I have not read the actual, like, original. <laughs> That's embarrassing. Yeah. Okay, my favorite book to movie is Unpregnant by Jenny Hendrix. I actually watched the movie before I read the book because I didn't realize there was a book. I have not read the book, but I've watched the movie. Okay, it's so good. I... I love it. Actually, like, if I think about it, like, that is such a good movie, and the book, and they're both very similar. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't feel like there was a lot of stuff changed. Okay. Which was nice. I yeah. don't know. It was really good. It's about, it's kind of a complicated story. I I really like road trip stories. I get I, that. That's, like, a weird category, because I don't know how many books are actually in that, but I like road trip stories. And this one's about these two best friends. Well, they're not best friends anymore. They were, like, best friends when they were younger. Mm-hmm. But they end up on this trip together because one of them needs to get an abortion and they need to yeah. drive out of, like, the Midwest. Anyway, and it's about them, like, kind of becoming friends again. And there's this whole thing. I don't know. It's a nice book. I really liked it. Yeah. And the movie was the movie really, was really, really good. good. Um, hmm. Favorite book from our childhood. This one, I was, like, trying to decide if I wanted to do, like, did I want to do a picture book or whatever. 
And I decided between these two. So these are books that my mom read to me first, and then we listened to them on, like, every single time we would go on a long car trip. Like, we moved to St. Louis, and every time we would have to drive between Atlanta and St. Louis, which is, like, 13 hours, we would listen to one of these books. So the first one is A Wrinkle in Time by Madeline Langle. I think that's how you pronounce mm-hmm. her last name. That sounds right. And it's so good. Like, I just remember feeling so immersed in it when I was younger. And, like, the old movie. Do not watch the new movie. The new movie was not good. But the old one, it was just so good. And it was so comforting to me. And then another one is City of Ember by Jean Duprow, which is a book series, but I didn't know that at first. But the first one... It's so good, and it's so, like, weird, and it was, like, I thought it was a fever dream for so long. It's about these people who are living underground, but they don't know that they're living underground. Basically, it's, like, this entire city underneath, like, the earth, and they're, like, functioning down there, but then all of a sudden, one day, like, all their power starts to go off, and they're running out of food, and, like, everything's kind of going to shit. Like a tale of Despera? Yeah. So, (laughs) these two... (laughs) <laughs> these two kids they're or not kids but they're like tweens they're like okay we need to figure out what's going on and they're like going through the city and it's really grimy and gross and just the way that it's told is so interesting and then they find out that they were really underground and nobody knew that oh. for like and they finally yeah creepy it's a really good series though okay my favorite childhood book I read this in third grade. It was, like, a book club book in my class, like, so I, me and a couple other girls. It was actually kind of fun. My teacher made book clubs, and so, like, Aww. one day a week, we'd, like, eat lunch in the class and got, like, hot chocolate with That's our so lunch. That's so cute! And we'd talk about the book. I just thought it was so cute. I, if I was a teacher, that's something I would do. No, like, it was adorable. So it was, like, me and, like, four other girls, my teacher, we, like, read this book, and then we'd sit there and talk about it and drink our little hot chocolate Aww. in the paper cups. That's so cute! Yeah, anyway, I read this book. It was called When You Reach Me by Rebecca Steed's Dead. I don't really know. Um, she has some other books, actually, that are really good, too. But mm-hmm. When You Reach Me is where my time obsession started. Yeah. Because it, it's about this, like, time travel dude. And it's, like, it's really weird, actually. I don't even know how to describe this book. I don't know if anyone's actually ever read it besides me. Like, I don't think I've heard about it since I read it. That's how I'm with City of Ember. Yeah. And I think I've bought copies of it before, and somehow I keep losing them. Like, I think on two occasions I've purchased the book, and, and they just it? disappear. Interesting. Which creeps me out, because the book has, like, things that disappear in it. Yeah. Like, that's, like, something that happens in the book. Does that not freak you out? That is kind of weird. You need to read A Time Traveler's Wife. Okay. It's also a movie, but the book is really, really good, and I think you would like it. Oh, okay. It's about time travel. Anyway, this book was so good. It was about this girl in, like, the late 70s. She lived in New York. I think she was, like, 10 or something. But it's about her life, but it also follows, like... I don't know, there's, like, this, these objects that she keeps, like, finding and losing, Ooh. and, like, she's getting these letters, Ooh. and then, like, there's this whole time travel thing, and then all the, like, timelines line up or something, and she, it, it's really it cool. connects. Yeah. Oh. It, it was just a really satisfying ending. Yeah. And, yeah. I don't know. It was a really good book. I should honestly, if I could find my copy of it, it's probably, maybe it's somewhere in my room. If I can find my copy, I should reread it, because yeah. it's so good. Okay. Um, Oh, we just said that at the same time. We don't like that. Sorry about that. We did that the other day. Um, yeah, we did. No, but that was weird because we said like a whole phrase. Yeah. I don't even remember what it was, but it was like, and we both looked at each other and walked away from each other for a second. It was so yeah, weird. Yeah, I, no, it was, I think we were looking at the cupcakes we were making or something and we both said something at the same time. It was like a whole phrase, like multiple words at the yeah. same exact tone and pace. Exact same time. Fucking like, freaked me out. It was really weird. It's, this is what happens when you spend too much time. Yeah, no, literally. Yeah. Um, anyways, our last, because this is very on brand for us, okay? Mm. We had to do our favorite true crime book. 
Because we have a true crime Because we have a true In case true you forgot. Yeah, in case you don't know that, and this is the first, like, way that you're listening to us or finding out about us, which is weird. Shout like, out to Teen Girls Investigate Crime Podcast. Yeah. Um, go listen. And <laughs> Sorry about that. We suck. We suck. I'm sorry. Um, my favorite true crime book, uh, I just see the one that Dylan put down here, and I'm like, okay, that one's really good, too. But my favorite one that I've ever read is Sharp Objects by... Okay, is it Gillian or Jillian? I don't fucking know, but she spelled it with a G, okay, so I feel like she doesn't I think deserve it's it to Jillian, be Jillian with a G, but Jillian thin. should be spelled with a J. Yes, and okay, I also really loved Gone Girl, but Sharp Objects. Oh my god! I don't god. Think I read that, dude. It just like knocked the breath out of me, knocked me off my feet. I read it like I woke up and started reading it, and I finished it by lunch. Like do it's you have short. A copy? I, read it. I do have a copy. Oh. It's on my bookshelf. I'll give it to you. <laughs> oh my god! I literally like this book. I don't even know how to like articulate how powerfully gory and morbid this book is, Ooh. and how like it's so scary. Like it seriously is. Like it's about this woman who's going into her like where she used to live when she was like younger. Like, where she grew up, she's going back to investigate the murder of two girls, and it's, like, gruesome. Okay, but I love books like that. The crime books where it's, like, they investigate an old crime. Mm-hmm. That is my favorite type of mystery book. Yeah, but they weren't old. Like, they had just oh, happened. Oh, they just happened, though. Yeah, but I wish it was an old crime. Mm-hmm. I, That's all, that still sounds good. I think, I haven't read in a while. I think maybe one of them happened, like, a long time okay, ago. Okay, because I've read books like that, too, where one of them happened a while ago, and one, and one and of them it, was like, recently happened. Yeah. yeah. I think it was like that. I uh-huh. can't really remember, but it was, oh my god, it was so good. There was, like, twists and turns the entire way. I was immersed in it, and it's a show, too, but Ooh. I have not watched the show. My parents watched it, and they said it was terrifying, but, oh, okay. oh my god, yeah. Okay, so my favorite is A Good Girl's Guide to Murder by mm-hmm. Holly Jackson. I love this. Okay, the sequels were, like, mediocre. Like, they were... Yeah, the first one was... They were worth reading. Yeah. But, like, I don't know. The first one was just elite. I don't know. It was so good. It was so good. And I think something about it that I found really relatable, too, was that she was in, like, a program that was definitely based on the Ivy Diploma program, and yeah. I stand by that, where she had to do, like, a senior capstone project. Which is exactly what we have to do. Yeah, exactly. And there was, like, reflections and shit she had to do, but the whole thing she did is she decided to, like, investigate this, like, crime right. from five years ago. Anyway, it was super interesting. I don't know. I really liked it. But, okay, I have another one I want to recommend, but I feel like I need to give, like, a content warning on it. It's fucking horrifying. I don't know what, like, it's like everything is, Oh, like, I know what you're talking about. Everything that's wrong with it is wrong with it. I don't... It's, like, every single TW. Yeah. Like... Every Pretty Girl thirteen, dude. This I, is not for the faint of heart. No, we read this way too early because I I didn't know it was okay. And Izzy usually reads these things first, and then she'll be like, "By the way, this is horrifying. Just be careful when you read it." Yeah, I read it first, dude. I could not handle that book. I had nightmares for days. It. I I literally I don't know how more people don't know about that book. Because I don't know how someone can come up with that. It's so dark. The basic premise is oh. that this girl... It starts with this girl, like, walking home. She's... And she just knows she's walking home. But basically, the whole thing is that when she was younger, she was on, like, a Girl Scout trip or something, mm-hmm. and she got kidnapped. She was held hostage for three years, and now she can't fucking remember what happened to her. And then she just showed up at her home, and her parents were like, what the... Yeah. What? And... She's, she's, like, like starts wrong? kind of remembering what happened, but the whole thing is that she has multiple personalities. And they're all responsible for different things when she was being held captive. Yeah, and that's why she developed multiple personality disorder, but, like, through that, she has to, like, merge them so she can remember what happened to her. 
and like solve the case basically. Ugh. Holy shit. But in doing that, she uncovers even more crazy yeah, shit no. about her life that happened before she even got kidnapped. Like it was so fucked up to the point where like I started predict I was like, huh, I wonder if this will happen. But I was like, no, that's way too fucked up. Jill, why do you even think stuff yeah, like why, that? Yeah, how could I think that yeah. in my mind? And then it fucking happened. It was true and I predicted it. And that book is like Oh my god. Oh my god. It I, like, destroyed me. And we were, how old were we when we read that? Was that freshman year or sophomore year? I think it was sophomore year, but still like 15. Oh my god. 15 no. was too young. Like seriously, 15 is too, like, I'm not even, like, a lot of time people would be like, oh, like, that's too young to read that or whatever. No. Like, you Dead need to ass. look up content warnings for it because literally every single bad thing is in that book. I don't think I could read that now. No. I literally, re- I don't regret reading it because it was a good book and it was entertaining. However, I did have nightmares like a child for days, like waking up in like a sweat nightmares. In that book, like, I feel like you don't conceptualize how bad it is until you're older and read it. Like, I feel like if I read it now, it'd be so much worse. It's like, you know how every single fucking Disney movie, all the cartoons are so sad. Mm -hmm. Like, they're so, like, if every single time I watch one now, I cry because they're so sad. But when I was younger, it just went right over my head. That's how this book is. And it, it's terrifying. Truly. That book destroyed me. Yeah. What an uplifting way to end this yeah. episode. And on that note, and on that go note. read some books this summer. <laughs> yes, be your best reading. You know, that's how you retain the most learning over this. Yeah, you know, learn stuff. Okay, I think our next episode is scheduled to come out the 24th. Yes. We have a weird summer schedule. We so, do. You know, we're we'll keep both going to so yeah. Follow us on Instagram at toxicpositivity.podcast for updates. And yeah, we'll see. We'll, we'll see. No, we we'll, will not see you. We, we will, will talk to talk you. Talk to you. Then. Yes. Bye. Bye. Bye.